0: hello everyone welcome to the patio podcast this is actually our very first episode and i'm really excited to be here with my guest uh chris kelly who's the chair of our authority board welcome chris maybe talk a little bit about who you are and kind of why you're here today
1: okay well thank you tim and i'm I'm very excited to be here yeah so i'm the chair of contra Costa transportation authority And I've been on the board here for about three years now. I've been the chair the past year. I'm also a council member in the city of Hercules, where I've served for about eight years. And uh, one of my main areas of focus is transportation, not only for my city, but uh, for all of our county. So I'm really excited to be here to talk with you.
0: Yeah, really excited to be here. I think it's going to be fun. And this is our first podcast. And so um, we'll see how we do on this one and see if we uh, can get it right the uh yeah i think the one of the things is you know why are we doing this podcast you know i mean it's kind of interesting i most public agencies that i know of here in the bay area are not doing a podcast and so just kind of quandering like why are we doing this podcast
1: well that's one reason to do it because other agencies aren't and po- podcasts are engaging you know i think we need to engage the public our residents the people who use transportation in our county And to get them to uh, pay attention to what we do, uh, see some of the innovative things that we're doing right now, give us some suggestions. And, you know, a lot of people, I mean, I certainly do, listen to podcasts when I'm going places on my headphones or even when I'm at home just doing kind of routine work. I learn a lot through podcasts, and I have some favorite ones that I do listen to. So um, I think this is pretty exciting.
0: What are some of your favorite podcasts? Not oh. to catch you off guard or on the spot. But. <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know, I listen to Marketplace a lot yeah, on okay. National Public Radio because I'm interested in a lot of business news. I listen to a lot of interviews like uh, Fresh Air with Terry Gross and some of those New Yorker podcasts interviewing uh, different people from the arts, from science, uh, from academia, and so forth. So I, I learn a heck of a lot.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I, lear- I listen to a lot of podcasts, too. I think it's a great opportunity as um you know, either sitting with my kids or doing something, you know, that doesn't require um, a lot of physical or, or I'm sorry, a lot of uh, mental thought, you know, when I'm at the gym, I can listen to a podcast or when I'm traveling in a car. And so it's just a great way to kind of plug in uh, and kind of get that information. My favorite podcast, actually, I do a lot of overlanding and a lot of outdoor camping stuff. And so I listen to like Overland Journal and um, Hodinkee, which is a a podcast about watches and obviously a lot of news podcasts. But, um, but I think also I think this podcast is kind of an opportunity to share with our public, you know, kind of a little inside look about what we're doing here at CCTA and kind of cover, you know, my goal with this podcast is to kind of cover, you know, certain topics um, and topics that I think that hopefully would be interesting to everyone and almost kind of, um, you know, uh, lift up the iron curtain, if you will, on the public sector side, you know, kind of give everyone kind of an inside look of kind of, how we do things at CCTA and what makes us a unique agency and you know what we, what we're doing at CCTA and, and cause a lot of people don't know who we are at CCTA, <laughs> you know, like we, we, like when we went out for a, a sales tax measure um, you know, in 2020 and I sat down and we were doing, you know, focus groups and we were asking people if you knew who CCTA was, no one knows who we are. It's just crazy to me. So, and we offer so much public benefit. So, I mean, Um, What are some of the types of things that we do here at CCTA?
1: Oh, well, we manage a whole lot of projects and programs. Um, And if you take a look at our website, you'll see some of those listed. So right now, for example, uh, we're working on a project on the McCollumy Trail overcrossing for bikes and pedestrian over Highway 4 out in East County. Um, There's also the Iron Horse Trail Bridge, which is going to be coming through. There's some widening of... uh, uh, State Route 4 and there's our Innovate 680 project which is going to be very very exciting um, and you know one of my favorites of course is the Gomentum station where we have companies coming and attesting their shared autonomous vehicles and other autonomous vehicles because I think that will really provide um, a solution for what we call the first mile last mile transportation in the future. You know I mean you know Tim and I've known for quite a while we have big freeways, and we just can't expand them anymore. And so there are a lot of people in our county, and more and more people are coming here. The state is mandating that cities provide for more housing, so more housing needs more people who want to get around. So how are we all going to do that? We just can't build more roads. And so we have to look to other possible solutions, um, You know, active transportation solutions, solutions for seniors. Who won't be able to drive um and for other people as well so there's a lot going on
0: yeah i mean that gives you a a really good preview of maybe some of the future topics and podcasts that we might have there's a there's a lot there we do a lot at ccta i think you know just from a fundamental standpoint you know um for everyone that's like listening out there ccta exists because we you want us to exist we actually the voters approved a transportation expenditure plan in 2004 um, called measure j and so that expenditure plan really sets out what we're supposed to do with us with our sales tax and so every single time that you like you know Mm -hmm. chris you go to the grocery store i go to the grocery store we shop on amazon we shop wherever you know whatever that sales tax is one half percent of that sales tax goes to contra costa transportation authority and that half cent sales tax is what funds all these projects that we are doing here at ccta and so um like for example as as chris was mentioning you know some of the larger projects that were brought to you by ccta were the fourth bore the caldecott tunnel i mean i know i think people think that caltrans was only responsible for that project and you know we had a big hand in terms of funding and getting the funding um, as well as the delivery and the construction of that project on the fourth bore caldecott tunnel and the other one is is in East Contra Costa County, the expansion of Highway 4. You know, all that modernization of Highway 4, that was a $1.2 billion project um, that was, uh, you know, fund, partially funded by Measure J. And so, and then also in West Contra Costa County, a lot of the improvements there in terms of San Pablo Dam Road interchange, I-80 Central, all the improvements to the BART stations, um, as well as all the, uh, the smart corridor improvements along the I-80, a lot of those have been um, brought to you by Measure J as well. So, um, and I get most people think that Caltrans is doing all this work, you know, and it's not. I mean, CCTA is really out here, you know, delivering a lot of these benefits. Um, And I think how we do that is, as you know, we talk a lot about Mm -hmm. this with the board and with staff, but we leverage, we leverage your sales tax dollars. Um, Every $1 that we collect of sales tax We leverage it three to one and attract state and federal funding. So we would not be able to attract those state and federal funds if we didn't have this local sales tax. And so over the last decade, CCTA has delivered about $5.6 billion in capital infrastructure, transportation improvements in Contra Costa County. And that's huge. And so mobility would not be what it is today without your half-cent sales tax that you're paying at the grocery store.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I also want to mention, Tim, particularly in West County, that uh, some of that Measure J money goes for programs for bus service. So we have, you know, uh, bus rides for a lot of the kids on the public agencies. We have uh, some senior transportation out there on buses. And that's really, really important in a dense area like where where I live. So um, yeah, that's those... really, really important, too. We're trying to help people... Get around and try to help people get around if they can't or not able to drive or just don't want to drive.
0: Yeah, those programs are really important. So about 42% of, of our revenues go to projects. The remaining go to programs. And, you know, you're right. They fund important programs. Like, for example, um, in, South, in South Contra Costa County, the school bus program, traf, yeah. traffics, traf- x with the letter X, and then also the La Miranda school bus program is all funded 100 percent by Measure J. I mean that that bus service would not exist without Measure J, um, and similarly, like a lot of our other transit service, um, as well as we do provide some funding for for BART, and also we provide necessary funding for accessible transportation. Um, you know, people would not be able to get around and and from from a curb to curb or wheelchair accessible without having this Measure J in place with our transit operators and helping to provide, you know, much needed paratransit service to be able to get you to your medical appointments or a dialysis appointment. So those are the types of programs, you know, that we offer out of Measure J. It's it's kind of the the softer side of, of Contra Costa Transportation Authority. Oh, the other thing we do is we also fund our Contra Costa 511 program, which provides free bus passes for students and and. Transit reduc- transit fare reductions, as well as guaranteed ride home. So, a program you may not even be aware of is that if you take an alternative transportation such as bar or transit to work, and you had to stay home, stay home, or stay at work um, later beyond, and you had to miss your bus or miss your train, we'll actually fund a guaranteed ride home. Whether that be a subsidy for like an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi. Um, and we'll actually fund that out of Measure J, out of our Contra Costa five hundred one program. So a lot of a lot of benefits about um, what we're doing here um, at CCTA, and and more to come on that.
1: Yeah, and Tim, I would just also like to me- mention for our three uh, local small bus operators, we have this one seat ride yeah. that is now for disabled. So in the past, where you know you m- might start out on a Westcat bus and in. West County and have to go all the way out to Antioch for a medical appointment and then transfer somewhere in Central County, now you can just get a one-seat ride that will take you from where you're starting to your destination. And that's been a great success, and we hope to expand that in the future.
0: That program is actually very revolutionary. It's actually, I think think when I was talking to the trans operators, I think it's one out of the three one-seat ride programs in the country.
1: Wow. It's, yeah.
0: it's revolutionary. Like it's really changing the way mobility it's because sometimes, you know, we get caught up in a lot of the institutional barriers, you know, it's mm-hmm. in, in, in how we do things and fund things. And one thing really exciting about that, about that, that, that program is really the, the geographic area that it covers. It covers all of Contra Costa County. It coordinates multiple transit operators and, you know, the, the FHWA and, and even FTA, the, Fe, the so FHWA is Federal Highway Administration, FTA is the Federal Transit Administration, and they're looking to that program to see how they can, ma- you know, kind of model it across in other areas of the country. And that's, that just gives you a taste and a flavor of the type of work that we do here in Contra Costa, some of the more innovative work. I mean, that's one thing that I feel like CCTA, and especially our authority board, is super supportive in terms of, like, innovation and you know, taking risk and making change happen, you know, here to the benefit of people and mobility in Contra Costa.
1: Yeah. And especially as our population gets older, more and more people will need to get around, want to get around, but they may not be able to drive or just don't want to have to drive and get hung up in the traffic. So whatever mobility options we can offer them would be really, really
0: great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fan. That's a really good point. And And I think there's other ways that we're looking at doing that as well. I mean, we'll maybe get into this and maybe in future podcasts. But you know, uh, Chris mentioned um, you know Gomentum Station. So Gomentum Station is actually one of the largest secured autonomous vehicle test beds in the country, and CCTA actually owns and manages that program. We're been able to learn a lot how to plan for the future, how to plan for infrastructure with these kind of new emerging technologies and. One of the things is first and last mile. So like right now, people don't use transit because they have to get in their car and get to it or they don't Mm -hmm. know how to find it. And so we have a first and last mile problem here in Contra Costa County. And we're exploring the use of shared autonomous vehicles to do that. And we have a project actually that's funded by the Federal Transit Administration to look at how we can use these shuttles um, to support the need or growing need of, of people who don't have access to transportation to be able to get to medical appointments dialysis appointments and so we have a project that we're working on in the city of martinez to provide that first and last mile connectivity to the veterans county hospital and we'll get we'll have a future podcast about getting into those details about about our automated driving system program and grants that we have Um, but i know chris you're really passionate about those shuttles i mean
1: absolutely and you know tim this past year when i was chair one of the the best things that I experienced was being able to go with you and some others to see some of these shuttles actually working and going through a neighborhood where these shared autonomous vehicles are moving and moving people from one place to another. Now granted, at the time, there's a safety driver on board, but I was really impressed with what the shuttles do, um, how safe they are, they react to uh, other vehicles coming your way or even animals. And there's a lot of promise out there. And seeing it in, in real time, in real neighborhoods, with people walking and biking and other vehicles on the street, that just showed me the possibilities. And you know, I'm re- you talk about the first mile, last mile. Like we have a senior center here in Contra Costa County, Rossmore. And I know that we have a pilot project that's going to be uh, trying out shared autonomous vehicles around Rossmore. So within that, that can help people who live there get around. Um, so it's, it's it's really exciting. And being able to see this, really see this, and ride on these shuttles has just been a wonderful experience.
0: Yeah, it's really exciting. I think we've done a lot of testing in this space and really exploring these new emerging technologies. And this year, the year of 2023, is a big year. We're going to be rolling out some of these projects to you, to the public, to um, For actual service, you'll be able to ride in one of these things um, in Bishop Ranch, in Rossmore, in Martinez. I mean, all of those projects are are, will be coming online in in 2023, and it's really exciting to see how how we can use technology to help improve people's quality of life and mobility here in Contra Costa County. So that's really exciting. So you so I know going you're being the chair last year. You know, you learned a lot about the shuttles and, and, and how they're providing value. What what are some of the other things that, that you know, if you kind of look back on the last yeah. year as being chair, what are some of the other things that you felt you've learned or got excited about as you were kind of going and, and getting more involved as the chair of the board?
1: I think really understanding what CCTA does, you know. Uh, You sat down with me and sort of explained everything, and I've been really able to see uh, what we do here from a macro level, you know, to look at all of the different programs and the projects and really gain an appreciation for it. And, you know, we're a small staff of just, what, about 20 people? So we bring in consultants and we manage those consultants, but we achieve a heck of a lot. Um, And I guess I really got invested in a number of these different programs, so um, that that's been really, really great.
0: Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I think it's 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 really great to be able to work with you over the last year, to really kind of show you, you know, how much we actually do here at CCTA. Like you mentioned, we're only 20 people, and we're managing you know a, a two point six billion dollar program. Uh, through Measure J, and that's purely Measure J revenues over the course of the 25-year measure for Measure J, um, but also, you know, all the grants. You know, being yeah. able to you know, like this past year, I think we've been really successful in bringing in additional funding into Contra Costa County. Like for example, we got more. We get, we were able to get a state grant for a brand new express bus service on 680 that goes from Dublin all the way to Martinez um and that's actually really exciting A project it's a service that'll run every 30 minutes um to help provide better access to bar as well as other the two rail stations in dublin and in martinez um but also we just recently got a grant for safe streets for all mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i think that was that was uh, a federal grant that we got 28 million dollars for a number of active transportation projects here in contra costa county so that was another big award um, and so, yeah, it's. A, and I think the other big thing that kind of happened last year um, with you as the chair was the work that we were doing around accessible transportation. That was kind of a big deal. We, the board in December approved this kind of framework mm-hmm. for this kind of coordinating entity, and I mean, and you under your leadership, we were able to do that. And so maybe, what? what tell me a little more about that.
1: Yeah, that was quite an effort because we brought in. Uh, not only um, a lot of our uh, public um, participants, but also a lot of uh, private groups that have been providing a little bit of transportation here and there, accessible transportation for seniors. And there's really a need to bring everything together and to be coordinated so that we can have a lot of people uh, traveling seamlessly, so to speak. You know, in West County, some of our services out there are providing senior transportation to people who are not disabled, but that's not true throughout the whole county. And so, it's very exciting for many, many people—providers, riders, and members of our board—who's on this accessible transportation uh, group.
0: Yeah, it's really clear that you're very passionate about transportation. I certainly have learned that over the yeah. last year working with you. I mean. What do you like about transportation? Why are you so passionate about transportation?
1: <laughs> you know, it started uh, about 20 years ago when I was living in Berkeley, where I lived for a long time, and my neighbors and I were really... Uh, we wanted some traffic calming on our local street because, you know, people were just zipping up and down there at 50 miles an hour when they should have been going 25. So we formed a little group, and we finally able to get a little bit of traffic calming done. And then when I moved to San Pablo... Um, I was able to get a stop sign in in my local street in order to prevent people from speeding. And then I came to Hercules, and in Hercules we have what's called a Hercules Hub where we're trying to uh, get uh, the train to stop a capital corridor and bring in the ferry and bring in buses along with a lot of multifamily housing, so I got excited about that. But I think, you know, really the main thing, Tim, was I've been driving up and down the I-80 corridor for, you know, about 30 years. And I've always commuted to work. Sometimes I've taken BART express bus. I've even taken ferry. Um, But a lot of times I've just been stuck on that traffic in I-80. And so it's become kind of a a, a problem for me to try and help solve how do we get people uh, to where they want to go and reduce a lot of the traffic. And it's it's still a challenge. You know, on I-80, we've got a lot. And As you know, I'm very excited about the potential, eventually, of bus on shoulder, maybe on 80 after we hopefully try it out on I-680, to just help get the buses to move faster so that people can have that, um, that decision to try and use transit instead of always driving. And after the pandemic, you know, has ended now pretty much, people are back to driving a heck of a lot. Uh, just as much if not more than before so we've just got to train just, you know change our modes so this is what gets me um, really excited about transportation
0: you took the words right out of my mouth I was going to ask you like what gets you excited for transportation <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, it's exciting times right now in transportation I think it's you know I think what really gets me excited about what we're doing at CCTA is one, we're on the cutting edge. We're really, really paving the way for the future of transportation, not only here in Contra Costa, but across the entire nation, but it's an exciting time. I mean, you know, just coming out of the pandemic, there's been this kind of new kind of support for more collaboration, more coordination, really trying to make the system really work. You know, I think we've, I think during the the COVID pandemic, we saw that our transportation system is not very resilient, and so now we're now we're kind of taking a step back and thinking, wow, we really need to think about how to give people options, so that way we have it's sustainable, it's resilient, but you also have all these emerging technologies, you know, things like artificial intelligence, machine learning, automated driving systems. Um, all these new things, mobile devices, data—I mean, these are all things that CCTA is kind of diving into, and and also that uh, you know the the transition to zero emission vehicles and, and electrification and hydrogen. And so you think about you know how and what how transportation is going to change over the next decade. It's going to be the convergence of autonomy, electrification, and really on demand, right? Getting yeah. it now. I want yeah. it now, right? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of those things are, are what we're going to see in the future. So, anything else you want to talk well, about? Well, one tri- thing
1: I want to mention. You know, we always um, talk about how we're innovative in doing things, and hey, we're not just tooting our own horn. I think uh, sort of the proof of that was this past September, uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg came out here to Gomentum Station. When he visited the Bay Area, he came out and he saw some of the exciting things that CCTA is involved with out there uh, in terms of autonomous vehicles. So um, people notice us. We, we are a leader. And I think we, we, like I said, we really have to engage the public now in that. You know, not only the transportation professionals, but average people. Um, and I think they will be really interested to... To hear about this.
0: Well, that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to really bring the average people, uh, just and averages, I don't want to knock it down, but just, just bring people into what CCTA is doing, how we're doing it. And, and to Chris's point, you know, we had the Secretary of Transportation for the United States Department of Transportation here. It's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's almost, almost as close of having like the vice president or president here. I mean, at least it felt like from <laughs> dealing with all the logistics, but. Um, But it was really exciting to kind of have him here to see what we're doing and and see what our programs are doing and how we could help, you know, work with work with his department as well as other departments to really advance, you know, transportation and the fact that they're here seeing what we're doing again, like you said, it's a testament of the work that we're doing here in Contra Costa County. So I think that's all the time we have for today, but I think that gives you a really good glimpse of some of the things that we're going to talk about here on this podcast and Hopefully you'll be able to come in and tune in at our next podcast. So thanks again.
1: Okay, thank you.